Welcome to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. If you love running or eating, you'll love this show. Now, here's your host, Monica Olivas. Hello, runners. You are listening to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast, and this is a Fast Friday episode, so I will try to keep it quick. And if you're running right now, speed up a little bit. Now, before I get into the tips for today, I wanted to share a fun quiz about turkey trots. I have an infographic in the show notes at runeatrepeat.com from Athlinks, and they compiled a bunch of info from turkey trots from around the country. For those that don't know, turkey trot is just kind of a term for a fun run on or around Thanksgiving, some Thanksgiving-themed fun run. There are actually over 800 turkey trots in the U.S. most years. Like it's, I think they compiled this based on 2016 info, but over 800 races and over 950,000 people run a turkey trot. It's definitely a great time if you want to get someone that you don't necessarily usually run with, someone that likes to be active but doesn't consider themselves a runner maybe or signs up for races this is a great time to do it. Also, if you missed this day and you did not run with someone that you love or like and want to run a fun one with, um, the 4th of July is another really big day for races like this. And it's usually either on the actual holiday or the weekend before or after. So tons of people come out and it's meant to keep you active, but also be very fun. Now, There's more info in the show notes. Like I said, you could check out all of the infographics, but your quiz for today is a turkey can run up to or nearly about 25 miles per hour. So let's say a turkey can run the fastest turkey in all of the land can run 25 miles per hour. Now, Usain Bolt is 100 meter sprinter, super, super fast gold medals. He's just like drowning in gold medals. He runs fast too. Fun fact. But who do you think runs faster? A turkey that can run 25 miles per hour or Usain Bolt? How many miles per hour do you think he can run based on one of his best times? Who runs faster? Bolt or Miss Turkey? The answer is He can actually, based on his um, 100 meter sprint time, can run about 27.8 miles per hour. So not that much faster, which is kind of what is surprising about that. And I would assume too, because you could kind of say like, well, that's only for 100 meters that he can run that fast. But I don't think turkeys are endurance animals themselves. So I, I feel like that's fairly equal. Did you get it right? Now, today's tips are kind of going back to basics. We're talking about running gear. It's something that you should double check every season or as the seasons change to make sure that you're dressed appropriately. Also, not just for the temperature or the weather, but for the lighting situation for safety. In that if you are running and it is darker than normal because of the time change in the morning or, you know, at another time of year in the evening, You want to make sure that you are visible and that you can see and that you can move around appropriately to get the most out of your workout. So I'm going to kind of go through some checks that I want you to 
ask yourself as you are thinking about what you're wearing, make sure that you're wearing the ideal gear for your workout, for the weather, and this will help you just show up better and have a better workout. And having a strong workout, not having anything interfere with your movement is gonna help you be faster. It's gonna help you have good form. It's gonna help you keep going. It's gonna help you with endurance and it's going to not kind of interfere with you running really strong and trying to get faster. So if you're running right now, definitely do this kind of check. Make sure that you are wearing the right gear or just think about what you've been running in lately and if it works to get you the best workout possible. First one is, is it appropriate for the weather today? And whatever that is, because there could be huge fluctuations in temperatures as the seasons change, especially right on the ends of it, as the season is just changing, it kind of goes back and forth and they can be hotter days than normal, a lot colder than normal, and everything in between. You wanna make sure that you know what you should wear in 90 degree weather versus 40 degrees versus in rain or snow or all of the above. Everything at the same time. It goes from 90 to 40 with rain and snow. No, but you want to dress for the day that you're in and not necessarily in general, just like it's winter and you're busting out all your winter gear. This means paying attention to If you come back from a run and you're like, oh my God, I was overheated in one mile or I was freezing the entire time and my hands were in pain because I need gloves if it gets to be 39 degrees or lower. Um, And again, everyone is different. Like I am not great with the cold. I don't like the cold and I am very uncomfortable in cold. That's not just a high maintenance thing. Redheads feel um, heat and cold more, I think, than someone else. It's just part of the mutation of our gene, which is, I feel not the nicest way to say that, but everyone is different. So what I think is cold or what I need something to cover my ears for, you might not, or vice versa. Just want to make sure, is what you're wearing good for where you are running the weather in that day? Next one is, does it keep you visible and safe? Can others see you first? And then can you see others? You want to make sure that you are not wearing anything that is also interfering with your vision and you being able to see. And this kind of gets a little sketchy in super bright days, right? If you are running towards the sun, sometimes it's hard to see. Um, So you might need sunglasses or a visor or a hat. Also in the winter, if you are wearing a thick headband or ear covers or a beanie, just don't keep anything in the way of your vision, just not just forward, but around you as well, all your peripheral vision. You want to see what is going on because people aren't always paying attention. This is a huge safety thing. Also, it's a safety thing with watching where you're going. So falling definitely doesn't help you get faster. So you want to be safe and make sure that you can see and others can see you. Number three, this doesn't apply to everyone, but does your sports bra properly support you? Do you feel like it fits you perfectly? You're not bouncing around. You feel like you can move your arms. This is an important one as well. Number four, does this top fit you well? 
Does it need to be adjusted? Do you mess with it a lot? Is it too tight or too loose? Can you get all your proper arm swing? You wanna make sure that you can move around appropriately. Tops, you don't necessarily think of needing a ton of range of motion with your upper body, but you really do. And as we add more clothes in the winter, sometimes things can interfere with that. So you wanna make sure that whatever you're wearing is not keeping you from being able to have proper form. Next one, do these bottoms fit you well? Do they stay in place? And this one, I know, especially in the summer, if you have bottoms that are kind of, or shorts that are riding up and you keep having to stop and pull them down and adjust them or retie the waistband, anything like that, unacceptable. Like, do not do that to yourself. Get the right gear because I feel like this is the bare minimum. If you feel uncomfortable, if you feel like you keep having to pull at things or stop, for me anyway, it makes me self-conscious and it's frustrating and it's hard to just get in the zone and run and feel strong and confident and just get out there and start getting, you know, all those endorphins going. I don't like when I have to stop and adjust things. And there are bottoms that you can find that will be great for you. And it's not like this lifelong situation that you always have to deal with having shorts or pants or capris or whatever it is that you constantly have to adjust. I would say switch it up. Um, I have found running shorts that are the perfect length for me that I feel like I can move well and they don't need to be adjusted, which is crazy. Like this is something that took me a long time to find. And the same thing goes with capris and pants. You can find running clothes top to bottom that are great for you. And if you have questions on this, let me know. I will put some links in the show notes to my favorite gear, but I know specifically I used to have issues with this where I would have to, I would be adjusting the waistband because things fit me, you know, on my legs or not my waist or vice versa. It's just like, it was very frustrating and I found the right combination, the right gear for me. And it was such an awesome thing to not have to adjust my bottoms anymore or topper and I now I have the best sports bra that works for me I know it wouldn't work for most people because I don't have a big situation to battle on that area but my point more than anything is there is so much gear the running industry is massive now and I promise there are tops and bottoms and bras and shoes that will help you feel better running and not have to feel like you have to constantly adjust things or you feel like awkward in what you're running in. The next one is, are these good socks for running? If you are getting blisters all the time, they're not. And you need to switch up something, either your socks or your shoes. And I would say do some trial and error and figure it out because this is, it sucks to have to spend a lot of money on gear that doesn't work for you try to get it from somewhere that has a good return policy but with something like this with blisters it sucks because and with chafing too if you're wearing gear anywhere that doesn't fit you well and is rubbing chafing builds on chafing because you don't just run once get some chafing and don't run again until it's completely gone right you're running again the next day or a couple days later and that blister or that chafe burn is still there and it sucks and it keeps it from healing. So if you are constantly battling blisters um, or chafing, you need to switch up whatever gear is causing that. 
And this isn't 100%. Like, I think I have amazing gear that doesn't give me this problem most of the time. But the reality is, in the middle of the summer, when I am doing a long run, I will still sometimes get chafing, like, um, on my sports bra and, like, the middle of my chest. <laughs> I'm, I'm referencing this for those of you that... <laughs> can hear me like messing with myself I'm like pointing at it and touching it I'm trying to show you where but um it happens in very very extremes but it shouldn't happen all the time you should not always have to deal with blisters so switch that up for sure I talk about pro compression a lot obviously like I'm a fan and I work with them but I wear their short socks too when I'm not wearing like the full-on compression marathon socks I wear the short ones too those do not move around but everyone's different and I would say shop around and find something that kind of works for you. Along with that, the next one is, are these the best running shoes for you? Do you feel like they fit you well, that they help you feel confident and that you can run fast? I've tried a lot of different kinds of shoes and for the most part, I can run in a lot of different styles and like support um, or support levels, I should say, but every now and then I'll try a shoe that I just feel clumsy in or I feel like it makes me feel slow or I feel like it makes me kind of hit the ground weird like with hill strike or something so you want to make sure that you are wearing the best running shoe for you a and that it fits you well and that it is not too old so keep track of the mileage on your shoes that's also an important one and the last one is does your hair stay put while you're running And this kind of sounds frivolous, but it's really not. If you are constantly having to stop and redo your ponytail or your braid or your bun or whatever situation you have going on, that is also keeping you from running faster or staying all in with your workout, keeping your heart rate up and really building up that endurance and stamina if you're stopping to walk to mess with your hair. So find a way that works for you that you don't have to constantly be adjusting your hair. And get some ideas. There are Brazilians. I like saying that. Um, There are so many people on Instagram and Facebook that run. And you can scroll through and find all different kinds of hairstyles. And just look at it. You know probably off the bat, this might work for me based on what someone else is doing. And I figured out what works for me. It took a while. I used to use five rubber bands and try to keep a bun in. And I was like, "Ah, my hair is way too heavy and I have too much of it for that to ever stay. And it was just way too frustrating. So I figured out what works for me and you've got to kind of work with that too. Look around, look on Instagram or Facebook or whatever at a race, look around and see what other people are doing and figure out what is going to work for you so that once you are up and running, you're not messing with yourself. You're focused on the run and running strong. And you can just think about your workout and how you feel, how your body feels and show up and get in an awesome workout and not mess around with the stuff that you're wearing, because that is how you get stronger and better and faster. And I hope that was helpful. Let me know if you have any questions. You can always email me at runeatrepeat.com at gmail.com leave in the subject line podcast question or dm me on instagram at running repeats and i will put the voicemail line phone number in the show notes because again i still don't have it memorized and you would think i would write it in front of me on my desk when i do this but i'm 
I hope you have a super awesome day. I will talk to you soon. Have a great run. Thank you for listening to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. For more information, check out runeatrepeat.com.